Step into the incense and whiskey sanctuary with mindfulness enthusiasts and verified whiskey lovers, Mecca and Ashley, as they discuss all the random topics they love, from mindfulness to memes. This is Ashley. And this is Mecca. So Mecca, I have had all these reading goals in the past. I did not set a reading goal for this year, but I have been recently watching some YouTube videos, BookTube to be exact, Okay. um, and watching these BookTubers talk about what books they want to add to their TBR for 2021. And what's TBR? Yeah, so TBR is an acronym for To Be Read. Um, So essentially, like, these are the books that I see her coming out or I've been wanting to read and so I'm curating my collection of TBR and for this month or maybe considering into March depending on how much of these books I can get through I have a couple that are on my mind okay um, so the first one I want to tell you about is called the other black girl Ooh. And I know right it sounds it's intriguing already um it doesn't come out until later in the year. I believe it comes out in either March or May, but it is by, I think it's Zakia Dalila Harris is the author. And the book is about a girl named Nell who works for a publishing, I believe it's a, she's an editorial assistant that works for a publishing company. And she's the only black girl in the office. And okay. another black girl joins the office and she's excited. She's mm. going to have a new friend in the office, you know, somebody she can relate to. I can um, relate. Things in the game change when the new girl becomes like the office favorite and Nell starts receiving threatening notes on her desk. <laughs> <laughs> so this goes left, it sounds like. goes all the way left and it suddenly turns into what I think is a psychological thriller. So... I thought this concept was so original and having had the experience of being the only black woman person of color in the office, yeah. I feel like I can relate. I hope I can't relate to the psychological thriller aspect of it. Right, right. Um, I'm excited about this read. So that's that's my first one. Oh my God. I love it. I like that. I think that's going to be a good one because a lot of people can relate to it, but they don't, you know, the twist that goes with it is usually a twist of competition, but this sounds like it's about to be like psycho something totally different so yeah. I'll report back for sure the next thing I was thinking about I've had this book for a while I have not uh opened it up yet but I, I think it's time you know sometimes I get books and I hold on to them until I feel like it's the right time right um it's called a black woman's guide to the history of the United States Ooh, wait say that again I've never heard of that one a black woman's guide to the history of the United States okay it is by, I believe it's Dana Ramey Berry and Callie Nicole Gross. Okay. Um, and so essentially it goes from like slavery to present day and really details out Black women's history, their engagement in, in social movements and in, in government and in, in industries. Ooh. And really like talks about like the power of Black women. I love and, it. Yeah. And it's, I love that too. I know there's a, there's a few books coming out about, um, you know, black or the have been books, right? About black people in the United States. But I really appreciated 
this historical perspective focuses just on black women yeah um and i think it deserves we deserve that special uh you know time in literary moment um so i'm like i love that i like that idea how about like in march because march is like women's history month yeah we like you know i want to hear a little bit more about it so maybe there's a section in it that you just really want to like highlight yeah we'll like bring it back and yeah bring it back i like that passages from the book okay passages Yes, passages. So, Mecca, tell me what books and such are you into these days? So, I pulled some stuff off. Well, I've, you know, I always, I'm always reading about two to three books at one time, and that's not really productive, anybody. Like, that's just (laughs) something I do because, you know, maybe I'm reading some book that's about, you know, inspiration, and maybe it's something else that's really deep, and then I want something fun. But right now, I am reading, um, you know, on and off, it's by R.J. Sin, a beautiful composition of Broken. And basically, he created this, um, I, I don't even, I don't know if I should call it poet, but it basically they say it serves as a poetic, a poetic documentary of the lives of people who have been mistreated, misunderstood, and wrong, wrongfully labeled in a way that limits them in the world. Oh. And so it's pretty cool, though. Um, he has these certain passages, and some of them are subjects of, like, times, there was one, I'm going to um, just read it quickly because it's, it's pretty short. And it kind of gives you an idea of like what, what some of the passages are about. This isn't the only one, but it goes, it's dated 1159. And it doesn't say AM or PM. So we okay. just know it's 1159. Okay. She knew she had to do, she knew what she had to do. As the clock count, counted down, she, the new year would stare at her right in the face, urging and pleading for her to make the necessary changes to bring forth the love she desired and deserved. And so that's where it ends. And then, you know, it may go over to 1207 and it's ta- and it's talking about why you need to disengage and eliminate anyone that's not serving you and that's, you know, keeping you down. So it kind of like, you know, it gives you this parallel and that's part of relationships, but it, it'll go on with, like self-esteem, friendships, just all kind of things. So it's pretty cool to read. Um, oh, you know well. Okay, so last year, me and my best friend. So I'm sorry. So RJ Sin. That's what I'm kind of currently reading, along with a few other books. Okay. But uh, last year, me and my best friend, we went in and did the uh, masterclass uh, series where you buy one get one free. Okay. And so um, I've been following it. You know, there's a quite a few on there that I really like. But I was so excited that Issa Rae, um, and, and she's my favorite, like for so many different reasons. So yeah. it was just like serendipity that like I get to, you know, go through this masterclass um, with, um, with Issa Rae. And so oh, her- that's the one you're doing? Yeah. That is and so, so exciting. Yeah, it's very fun. I've done one with uh, DVF, RuPaul, Serena Williams has a good one. Um, and I mean, I'm not learning tennis, but like some of the things that she's talking about, <laughs> right, let, like me be, let me be clear, but like, you know, <laughs> her tenacity and consistency and work ethic is just amazing. Right. Yeah. So with, with Issa Rae, um, her title is called creating, creating outside the lines. So she, she kind of uses this as a platform to talk about how to create content, how to create like your, just create your own path. You know, she goes through this whole series of her start in 2007 and creating these like little short films with her phone, bootleg camera, and just, just creating content, creating content. 
you know, nobody was picking it up. She was pitching. And it was like, she was just kind of like making her own path. She didn't wait for anyone to say, hey, I'm going to pick you up. Hey, yes, your story is great. She just kept saying, I am going to create this content. I'm going to create all the things I love. And at some point, I'm going to get to exactly where I want to be regardless. So I really like that. So it's kind of like if you, you know, have a good idea, you've been sitting on this idea, you don't know what to do, you can use it as a, a good push you know, she kind of like really pulls out what do you have around you right now that you can use to kind of get get you to where you want to go. Plus, yeah. she also kind of talks about her path um, into content creation, being a TV, film, um, you know, uh, actually writing outside of TV and film too. So those are the two things that I'm really, really into right now. That's so inspiring. Definitely have to hear back or hear more. Oh, yeah. Once I finish it, it's a few hours. And all of the master classes are like, you know, you'll look at one lesson. It'll be like 69 minutes. And then you you just, that's just lesson two. So you gotta, <laughs> you gotta like, you know, plan out how you're going to listen to them. Is it something that you visually need to see? Do you need to listen to, take notes? So um, once I finish it, I will report back um, and just kind of like, you know, tell you about what I learned. I love that. Looking forward to it. Ashley, it is still COVID. We are still in the middle of COVID-19 in 2021. (laughs) We are. It's sad. It's it's still happening. It's still happening. No, but you know what the, the, the funny part of it is? You know, I just moved to a new apartment, you guys. So there's, there's things around me that I like I've unpacked and I can remember them from February of 2020. And it's almost like, oh my God, I got this the week before COVID or I got this the the week after. And it's just like these little time, <laughs> these time reminders of just like, it's random things. I might've even found a receipt from when I was trying to find some, um, hand sanitizer and I had to go buy aloe vera gel and put alcohol rubbing alcohol in it I mean it's it's like I'm like wow and it 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 is all these things you know it's like these little monuments like oh my gosh should I keep this because this is gonna be a memento or is this just like a reminder of the hell we've been through oh my god Uh, (laughs) but yeah we're still in it what's going what's going on what are you what are you thinking about Ashley you know, I'm just trying to stay safe. Um, washing my hands. You know, washing my hands a lot is really led to dry hand situation. I'm thinking about buying a paraffin wax kit. <laughs> I feel like you have one already. I probably do, and I need to go dig it up. But um, <laughs> no, I'm just trying to stay safe. I really don't go anywhere, interact with anybody unnecessarily. Um, yeah, I get it. I just can't wait for it to be over, though. It's very. Um, it's isolating and day by day is getting harder and harder to imagine what life will be like once well, yeah once it's over we're not in the pandemic yeah the funny thing is there's so many funny stories that will come out of this yes um, things that we have that never made the news things that are making the news everything from what was happening in the pandemic to or during COVID when there was no vaccine to the point where now we have a vaccine so there's going to be all these funny stories I mean and currently right now there's there's quite a few tell me what's going on okay I'll tell you one this this I listened to this on NPR the other day I thought it was like what that um Philly Philly against COVID is that what it's called Philly fighting COVID basically it's like the city decided to to 
partner with this startup company that was going to facilitate COVID tests to, um, you know, older people, the people that were on there that was up next for the, um, that was qualified as the next uh, recipients of the, of the vaccine. So it was basically some college students that created this company called Philly Fighting COVID. Mind you, there were a nine month startup with no history of medical <laughs> uh, background. <laughs> No medical background. No there medical was background. No track record of providing any medical services anywhere. And uh, they get the responsibility of overseeing part of the city's vaccine distribution. How the hell did that happen? <laughs> they, <laughs> what, who was the spokesperson? Because I need that PR person, okay? Who signed off on that? <laughs> right. I do know that they were, they were to be paid, they were to be paid $24 per vaccine they administered what yeah and so oh, you can make a lot of dough then exactly like, exactly so i uh, i i don't know exactly when it when it turned left i let's say i'm and, and definitely correct me if i'm wrong at a certain point it turned left and this could be like week three week four week five but it didn't go on very long it turned left and the founder was like oh this isn't making me enough money fast enough i'm gonna he started taking the vaccines home People from the um, his team, you know, some people took pictures of him and some people were like, wait, what's going on? And he, I guess his, I, I'm thinking, I'm making this part up. Was he taking those vaccines home to like administer to his friends or to charge a higher dollar amount to other people oh, that sure. weren't qualified for it? Like, sure I have no clue, but some of his friends, I guess they're not his friends now, but they decided that like, hey, what you're doing is wrong. And they 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 even went on record saying, hey, we saw him on Snapchat and all these different media platforms take, you know, with the the vaccines at the at their at his house. So on Snapchat though? What? That's what it said. It said Snapchat. And I was like, well, that first is of all, so why does he use Snapchat? <laughs> I thought that was over with. And, and to the point about are these are these his friends? I feel like you're a real friend when you tell somebody like I love you, but this is wrong. <laughs> right. That's, well, oh God, you right. I just I just had that conversation today. I, I had a friend. I can't get with this. I had a friend that be like, she was like, listen, you know, I'm gonna give it to you straight, no chaser. I was like, you know what? And you love that. So yeah, maybe his friends. Was like, what you're doing is wrong. And he was like, and I'm, I'm going and for it. And then they said, anyway. now I'm about to put you on blast. Right. <laughs> so, and, and you know, the, the council, a lot of the council members are still saying, how the hell did this happen? What did he say? What did he present that was so well that a goddamn city of Philadelphia <laughs> would decide to go with these college students? That's just like me and you decided that we are going to be, you know, not, none of us, between both of us, None of us have any like medical background that we have administered. We go to the doctor. We're very, we're, we're advocates for ourselves, but we can't, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> he had a good contract and he was like, I'm about to get this money. I'm perplexed by, Mecca's perplexed by this, y'all. I am. It's just, it's just, it's heated. So that's Wait, a funny story. About, did you hear about the couple in Canada though? No, what happened? So there's these this couple. I think they're from Vancouver. Uh, it's the former CEO of Great Canadian Gaming, and his girlfriend, who's an actress. Mm -hmm. They supposedly flew to this remote area up in Canada called Beaver Creek. There's like maybe a hundred so people in this community, and um, 
they were like uh, had these uh, trailers and were administering the vaccine to this remote community. Um, and this couple flew in just to get the <laughs> Wait. It's like so messed up. It's funny. Like, Wait, they, okay. They were not residents of this place. No, no ties they were to not. it. Transported them, broke their self-quarantine. That's, oh. So they've been charged. Like they broke their self-quarantine, flew themselves to this remote area in the Yukon in Canada to get the vaccination. Like, and did they get it? The, they got the vaccination, I believe. But why? Well, did they have a reason on why they felt like they needed to get it right? Like, I don't, I don't, does it matter? I don't, it, it doesn't matter. You're absolutely right, Ashley. It does not matter. I don't know I why don't people know. do what they do. But this is like, people are jumping the line. Like, yeah. Are, oh my God. The girl, the, um, the soul cycle instructor, the soul cycle, what, what the soul cycle instructor in New York, she's really popular and like well-known she apparently posted on her IG, like her getting, first of all, who was taking a picture of her while she was getting the damn vaccine. <laughs> so she took, she takes this picture and she's like, thanks to all my friends helping me fill out the paperwork. She listed their names that all helped her. Basically, yeah. I want to be safe for the community. What community? Soul cycle not open, is it? Teaching remotely right now, right? Yes. <laughs> and, and, but, but the gag is, Ashley, she told them that she was an educator. That's how she jumped in line. She told them she was an educator. All while, you know, they're having an issue trying to get actual teachers that teach students to learn in this world, a spinning class, um, to get them their vaccines. I mean, (laughs) you know, IG dragged her for field. That's wild. She had to cut her comments off. Actually, she should have thought i mean what did she think was gonna happen Posted. i don't like, know and then she like put out this apology and basically was like i don't know i don't know what i was thinking um this is why you gotta keep your business off instagram <laughs> right i, I mean like, not I, everything needs to be a post <laughs> right because i'm like what were you thinking lady she wasn't Clearly i'm gonna tell wasn't. you what her post says now I want to apologize from the bottom of my heart for my recent action in receiving the vaccine. I made a terrible error in judgment. And for that, I'm truly sorry. Well, hell, she still got to go back and get the second dose, right? <laughs> you ain't that sorry because you're going to go. <laughs> Dang. That's real. Funny. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's some It's some comedy going on out here. That's for real. All right. You know what, though? Like COVID, we got COVID going on, but it's still Black History Month. Black and History Month. Absolutely. Happy Black History Month, Becca. Happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month, Ashley. I think it hits different this year. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for it is more. real, real different this year. But you know what? You know what's not different, though, is these Black History Month memes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me a couple of them. Hilarious Black History Month memes. I saw one the other day that was like, uh, prepare yourselves, all the ignorant, uh, all something like all the ignorant Black History Month posts are about to come out. Like basically these people acting like allies would be saying anything. <laughs> I was like, dang, that's true. You got to prepare yourself for some, you know. But there's allies. so many people out there that's teaching allies how to communicate a, that want to be supportive, but how to do it in an effective way. So if, hopefully they they are listening to them and we need taking that. some cues. We need that. And then I saw another one that's like, you know how somebody asks you to do something and you'll be like in a pandemic, though. Yeah. 
And so this man said he was going to replace that statement with during Black History Month. <laughs> and I was like, I never felt nothing more seriously than I felt that way. Wait, you know what? You know what? People do get real crazy about this month. Like, oh, you late for work. Yeah, but it's Black History Month. <laughs> I got stuff to do. What's you know, that? you cut it in front of me. Yeah, but it's Black History Month. Come on. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. You go, you replace it. In a pandemic? Yeah, let's go shopping in a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Okay. Okay. So if you replace it with, but it's Black History Month, then you got to tell me how you use it, Ashley. I, I need a good laugh. Know. I will let you know. All but right. For sure. I've been seeing some really good Black History Month memes. So yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm trying to celebrate all things, all things Black. I want to celebrate the life and legacy of Miss Cicely Tyson. Oh, yes. Uh, Oh, it was like, I mean, when, when it happened, I mean, you know, we know everybody can't live forever, but it was one of those things that like, you cry up, like somebody just told you your, your, your grandmother died. Yeah. Oh. Like somebody, like a, an actual real, I feel like, um, uh, I, I, I felt like this is no, she's supposed to live for like, you know, yeah, we want her to be, didn't you say we do want her to be like our I'm like she's a black. She's like I don't want her to be reduced to that, but like to me, it's like Betty White has lived so long. How, long, how old is Betty, Betty White? Betty White's like 101. Um, wait, is she? I think Betty White is like 101. And it, forgive me if she's not. But I had this moment where I was like, I in my mind, I felt like you know Cicely Tyson was going to live to be over 100 and we were going to continue to celebrate her. she was in her right mind you know like yeah Lisa, I think she just released her autobiography I, like um, days before right her, like she did an interview earlier the day that she passed um so I felt like you know that that was really hard and Cicely Tyson no I'm not related to her but I think she represents a lot uh, when I think of like a grandmotherly figure I think of Cicely Tyson. Um, I don't know very many Black people that live that long, right? Like, that's the Yeah, she died uh, at 96. At 96, yeah. And then Betty White is 99. She Actually, Betty White oh, just served. She just, served, she just, um, just, she just had a birthday, January 17th. Okay, yeah. So I, I just had this moment, and I just want to celebrate. I saw this beautiful post. I don't remember exactly who posted it, but I saw a post that said... Um, Cicely Tyson is an ancestor now. Oh, and, and just can you? I, ooh. That that really hit that hit me um, for sure. Like thinking in that way, like. And it's gonna be ancestor. one of those ancestors that you like call on, and like I I I, you know you know how people honor their ancestors, and they there's all these rituals that we do or or that people do to kind of like honor them, and then ask for assistance in life. Yeah. And to be able to to tap into that is going to be so amazing. And, and, you know, for people that like are in the industry, it was such, I mean, it was such a, a joy to be able to see, you know, they say that she was one of the first African-American women that actually showed her natural hair. I'm, this, the reason why I say oh, yeah. this is because a lot of us feel like we have to change so much of our appearance, appearance to be on TV or to be accepted. But mm -hmm. she, you know, she had her natural hair on TV or first part when she first came on, she was showing her natural hair and it variated throughout the time that she was um, on screen. She also was very selected on the type of role she took. Yeah. You know, she wanted to make sure that she was represented in the best light. 
like she wanted to always be able to say, okay, oh my God, I can see an African-American person in this role, or we can see this strong person in this role. And she, and she is, I'm going through her catalog, like all of the roles she played was absolutely amazing and absolutely like representative of, of just strong heroic character. Gotta give her flowers. And yeah. you know, I think it's important. I'm starting to see this trend. I'm seeing this trend. Tell me if you see it as well or feel differently. I'm seeing this trend where I, and I hope it continues, where we're celebrating people in the moment while we can, while they're alive. I felt like Cicely Tyson was celebrated oh, yes. very much like in her life. But another person who's been celebrated a lot as of late as, and rightfully so, I want to shout out Stacey Abrams getting nominated for Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, I, like, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yes. So I'm like, like, all, like, listen, all, everything Black. Black women, everything. Right. What are Issa Rae? <laughs> who you voting for? Everybody Black. Everybody uh, Black. That's it's so funny. funny. <laughs> I mean, and not to be anti anything else, but it's really just being love of, you know, of your culture, love of, you know, your upbringing, love of what you see. Because it's been, it's been so long of not being able to see yourself represented like in the public. Yeah. Not to yeah. say we're we're not, but to see it on this level is is it brings a tear to your eye. So yeah, and to see people celebrated for doing work that they are truly so passionate about and engage and doing things that like come naturally to the I care about this. I care about my community. Right. I care about representing my community, making sure my community feels heard and seen both of these mm -hmm. women i think exemplified that and so mm -hmm. giving flowers while they can receive them and yes feel infinity, for yes 100 sure. yes. i'm yeah. here for that ashley i am absolutely here for that All right, Mecca, I got a whiskey cocktail recipe for you. Are you Ooh, ready? I could use a good whiskey cocktail on this snowy day. So we're going to credit this one to the Black Bourbon Society. They designed this one. It's called the Black Manhattan. Ooh. Twist on the, the classic Manhattan drink. Okay. So this would call for two ounces of bourbon, 10 ounces of Amaro, and two dashes of bitter and a cherry for garnish uh you know get your little shakers out mix it all up garnish it with a cherry and you got yourself a black manhattan Ooh, that sounds cute so we got so, wait, what makes it black i think it's the uh the liqueur it, the it liqueur okay color. it makes it darker yeah, okay it makes it a darker color okay but yeah you got your you got your drink your drink it's time for a story michael you got a story for it I have a story. I have so many stories. It was so funny because I was like, I need a good, funny story. And my cousin, you know, you always got a, you always got somebody that you, the minute y'all see each other, y'all laughing. It ain't nothing happened, but you start laughing because you see each other. And sometimes me and Ashley are like that, you guys. Like, That's true. I haven't That's even true. said anything yet. And like, I'm already, already keying it up. But um, I was like, oh, I need a story. And she just was like, oh, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. And what were one of the ones that stuck out that I will, that I'll share now because it's so fitting in this uh, very cold, like snowy day is, you know, sometimes, you know, if you have an older apartment, this was, this happened years ago. She was living in New York. I was living here in Chicago and she was visiting me. And um, I had a very small studio apartment 
And I wanted to make sure the apartment was warm. We was getting ready to go. We had been out all night, hanging out like all in Milwaukee up north, just, you know, she's gypsy really? sleepy. So we get back to the house. I like, I'm like, okay, you know, my heater only really heats the bathroom. Cause it was one of those, it was so Wait, janky. Was it was like the radiator was only in the bathroom. Okay. Um, it was, and I guess because the apartment was so small, they thought that that would heat up the entire apartment, but no. it just, really <laughs> it didn't really work like that. So I turned on, sometimes I turn on the oven to like heat up the apartment. Yeah. Well, I turned on the oven and we end up falling asleep. No. Yeah, so we fell asleep and let's say four hours, it could have been three hours, I don't know, I don't really know, into the sleep. I mean, I woke up and I felt like, you know, I've never had a sunburn and I don't know what that feels like, but I felt like I was cooking because my skin was hot. And (laughs) we both woke up at the same time. And so usually when I sleep, I sleep very deep. So if something startles me, I'm, I'm straight up and I'm like, what? And so she, she, she jumps out of the bed and all I hear was, oh my God. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, are you alive? Are you alive? Are you alive? And she's like, (laughs) and and I'm legit serious. This isn't like, I'm like, are you alive? (laughs) And then I look at her face and her eyes was just like, you know, how that surprise, like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. Look. Yeah. I shot out of my bed. I run to the kitchen. I turn the oven on. I open up all the windows. I'm super dramatic. And if I'm asleep and I'm startled, it becomes a whole, it's like Laverne and Shirley. Like (laughs) it becomes this whole like theatric. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, and I grab a bunch of water and I'm giving it to her. I even, (laughs) I even. Okay. So she was like choking. She was like, it was so hot. Like her throat was dry. She was like, am I about to die? And so I took a cup of water from the sink. It was a glass and I like, I like threw it on her. her. Oh my God. (laughs) Yo, I thought you were going to say like this apartment was on fire. No. Oh my God. No, the apartment was not on fire. We were, our bodies were just cooking inside out. Like that's what was going on. Y'all were in there. So here's to having a very small apartment with no real heat so i used my oven as a heater in a a cold very very cold chicago weather so my uh psa is turn off the oven before you go to sleep us next time on incense and whiskey in the meantime take a breath have a sip